Welcome back to TFE, we can use podcast in which we give our thoughts, feelings and emotions on the latest gaming, film, tech and streaming news and other random crap we feel like. I am your host Dan and I'm joined with you as always by my co-host Danny. Howdy. And let's go on with the show. In this week's episode we're talking about Disney Plus Day. You can now sell all your stuff to get a designer console and it's been a bad week for Instagram. But first off, we are going through a rapid review and we're going to talk about Red Notice. Yes, a Netflix movie, one of the many that are out there yes you know what introduction to the film yeah uh it's got ryan reynolds dwayne the rock johnson and gal gadot yes i believe yeah. this is netflix most expensive film yeah it's also apparently their best performing one like it's broken their records of most like viewed in the first day which isn't surprising seeing as it's got like three of the biggest named actors in it and everyone seems to universally love all of these actors pretty much except me i don't like the rock <laughs> but i didn't hate him in this movie so well the funny thing is this is another film that's got terrible reviews from critics oh yeah it just seems the critics are just out to like not have fun with stuff anymore COVID's destroyed their morale. They've gone back and watched all the old films that they knew from their childhood, and they've gone, these are cinema. Everything else that's new isn't. So. Yeah, nostalgia, you know, beating it all. People are absolutely yeah. hating the new films. Yeah. I like this movie, though. This movie is a lot of fun. Yes, it's, I mean... It's just a fun... I reckon this is a better Uncharted movie than the Uncharted movie that's coming out. Yeah, probably, to be honest. It's actually quite exciting, you know. It's, it's, it's a, you know, classic heist film where Ryan Reynolds has the sort yeah. of main cocky uh like just ryan reynolds character <laughs> yeah and there's you know some good twists and turns in here as well that weren't always do you want to spoil the twist or let's not spoil the whole twist the movie is okay, we, we, but... we won't spoil any of the twists or turns we'll just say i really enjoyed it gal gadot is just amazing in this i think this is the best thing she's been in like i like her as wonder woman but i generally enjoyed her in this a lot yeah you can tell that always having a lot of fun yeah and i didn't hate the rock which is surprising to me <laughs> like yeah but it's just a fun, just gallivanting around trying to. It's a convoluted plot, but it's it's fun. It does its service. It's just, oh no, it's just a lot of fun. And I think anyone who watches, it's a kind of a bit long at places, but I do enjoy it very much. Yeah, and it does have a sequel, so we may see a sequel. Yes, I I really like the uh, like some of the song choices in it though. I never really noticed song choices, but I do know I did like just some of the walkaway shots where they're just walking down the thing and the music in the background is just playing. I'm like, yeah, that's a good choice. I just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a very stylish movie and I just like enjoyed it a lot. Yep. And talking about people hating current cinema, we're gonna go on to stream that movie news into my head and we're gonna talk about Ridley Scott has been angering the Marvel fans after he called all superhero films boring as shit. Yeah. Um. Once again, it's another like really famous director coming out and against superhero movies because they take away from all of the movies that they make. Like um, Martin Scorsese. When I, it's just a like I I it's a cynical set of mind for me in this because I'm like I like both of the or like all of these people. I'm just like these things have happened before where you have like these cinematic masterpieces and everyone's like yes these are the good things and, and then you have the pretty standard mediocre Marvel stuff that's like filler that just gives you a nice fun feeling that doesn't make you have to think and yes the world shouldn't be solely reliant on those and some of the big cinematic things should get better reviews but also people like what they like so shut the fuck up yeah people i mean look at eternals hey i enjoyed it same of shang chi i think shang chi got a lot of hate as well not so much just very minority but people hated it for like the sort of 
Marvel effect. But it's just a fun, fun yeah. films, you know? Well, the third act is very Marvel. It's, it's very like, Marvel. <laughs> it, it's not... That's the problem. They all have this... They're not very Marvel, and then the third act is very Marvel. Yeah. It's, it's like, Apart from maybe Eternals. Oh, no, Eternals is very Marvel. Big fight scene, big, like... No, but Eternals isn't... World ending event. It's not the same, but it is very Marvel if you think about it for, like, hey, look, this thing is just a lot of people punching each other, and then there's some conversation, and then they all work it out, and then this thing ends, and it's just kind of like... It, it is very Marvel, but it's also very different it's kind of like just a, a different way of viewing the marvel lens which i like because it's like all these directors come in and they all have their own visual and then you kind of have the marvel bit gluing them all together yeah so and just before we get into the big news of the movings movies of the week i'm just going to announce yes i have quickly one more thing to say i'll go for it i i always just find that whenever because this is ridley scott coming out because and it's the same with um, Martin Scorsese. They're doing it to drum up attention for their movies because yeah. they know <laughs> there's a very quick way to get headlines in this world and it is to bash the popular thing so that they get all the fucking headlines on their thing so that it pushes people to go and look at, hey, look, this dude's got a movie coming out because he's got, um, I think, The Last Duel is out and his Gucci film is out. Mm. So he's trying to get people to go see that. And so how do you get people to go see that? Because no one's going to the cinema. You fucking pick a fight with Marvel fans and that will get you all the headlines in the paper. And then all the people who still read papers might go and watch it. Because they're like, oh, this Marvel thing's stupid. So I'll go and watch an actual true cinematic piece of movie. And do it's you... the same with The Irishman. He came, he did it as he was promoting The Irishman. So it's, it's, it's strategically marketed to get like a reaction out of people. It's do very stupid. Think... He would accept a Marvel job if they offered it to him. Probably. He's doing... Isn't... No, he's not doing it. It's James Cameron who's doing Avatar. Like... Yeah, he sure hates Marvel he, as well. I'm sure he does. But I'm sure if they gave him and they told him he can do whatever he wants, he can make it the way he wants it, and he just has to tie it into the MCU a bit. It's kind of like Edgar Wright, basically. Edgar Wright fell out for doing Ant-Man because he didn't... He butted heads with Marvel over he wanted to do it a certain way, and Marvel wanted it to tie into the MCU. And you can see his handprints on ant-man and then peyton reed who directed it or took over you can see his style and it's mm. kind of a clunky bit but it's it's a collaborate it's just when like studio executives fuck these things up it's the dc approach if you step in too much and you crush the director's vision it's not great but then if you have too much of a director's vision it becomes a justice league <laughs> <laughs> or a Zack snyder's justice league i apologize there's two versions yeah and they're both the extremes that's quite funny, isn't it? They're both the extremes of what you... Somewhere in the middle, there is a good movie. It's just that it's at the both extreme ends at this point. Zack Snyder and the studio Joss Whedon cut, where it's like too heavily influenced by p critical opinion and people and just... Bleh. And then you have Justice League Zack Snyder, where it's just way too much Zack Snyder and it doesn't need to be that. So there's a nice middle ground. It's just finding that balance. And I find Marvel finds that a lot of the time. That's very true. Or maybe Eternals was a bit too much of the of the director possibly i think i don't know it's there's some weird stuff in that movie that i'm unsure of and i i've i've been watching a lot of the because a lot of the people who i watch for reviews and stuff are very not on the side of this movie and it's very weird finally having like a disagreement where they're saying the opposite to what i would think they would say and it's just like oh okay and then it doesn't bother me i just move on because no. that is a normal response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th that's what I've noticed. I was like, yeah, I, people remember all these films, but the only one that matters to me is me. So Yeah, if you like it, that's fine. If you don't like it, that's fine. 
it's only when we come to blows in real life that I'm going to beat the shit out of you because you don't like that thing. Nah, I, I don't care. It's like when people chat shit about Star Wars. I'm like, I, I really have no opinion on Star Wars except that I like pretty much all of it, but then I hate all of the discord around it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, huh. You hate the fan base. Yeah, but let's talk about hating fan bases and hating corporate companies and go to Disney+. Plus. Right, just before we do that, I'm going to very quickly run over Squid Game. Squid Game has confirmed there will be a season two on the way. Yeah, a show that I haven't seen because yeah. I had no interest in I it. I haven't much talk about it, but I just want to announce it is happening. And yeah. Disney Plus Day has happened. And Yeah. Did you celebrate, Dan? Oh, yes. So much. What did I do? I watched Shang-Chi. That's what I did. I watched the behind the scenes of Shang-Chi. Fair enough. I didn't watch Shaq G again. I watched, I've already watched that movie like three times this year. I don't need to watch it again. I I, I watched the behind the scenes. Very interesting. Uh, the main dude, Simu Lee, is really like just a genuine down-to-earth dude. He did a lot of like he wants to do his own stunts in that movie. It's very interesting. Uh, and we got a couple of announcements before Disney Plus Day, like the fact that all of, some of the Marvel movies are going into IMAX for TV at home streaming. Yes, that's fantastic. I'm so happy about that. Get rid of those black bars. I don't hate black bars. I like the black bars. I, 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 it's always a weird thing for me because I'm like, it doesn't really bother me if there's black bars because it just, you see more to the side. And then when people, I think James Gunn did a good Twitter thread about explaining why certain films have black bars, certain things have like, why it's harder to cut it to streaming like IMAX and all of that. Uh, like an explanation on all the different structural things of how people choose to go ultra wide and then for the big climactic cinematic shot they stretch it out to IMAX because you have that a lot. You have like it, it's black bars and then it stretches out to IMAX like full screen. So when I watch Shang-Chi and IMAX that the whole film is IMAX. I think that hey. every Marvel film now is all of them from the IMAX. Uh, yeah. Well, no, most of them. It's not all of them have got IMAX feature. It's a no. I mean, all the new ones. Them. All the new ones now are just filmed IMAX full. Uh, all yeah. of it. Um, but they went back and IMAXed a couple of them. Um, it's just uh, but there's there's um, for example, the Mandalorian. Do you know when he's fighting the big dragon sandworm? Thing? Yes, I noticed that one. That was a weird. One. And then it it expands out, so it's the full screen. That's the sort of impact. It's for impact. It, it It's those black bars so that it's all narrow and you're focused on that. And then the big wide reveal makes it like impact more. It's a cinematic trick, basically. That's why they do it. And then IMAX is just like standard box sort of thing. It's very interesting to like follow it. But we'll now get into some of the announcements of Disney Plus Day, Dan. Yes. And I'm going to announce one more thing before we get into the announcements. Uh, oh, what? The Vought Day? Vought Day. Amazon's The Boys are taking the piss out of Disney Plus by announcing Happy Vault Plus Day. Yeah, so they released a video on Twitter, which is basically just a bunch of the characters being corporate shills and basically promoting their own Vault streaming service. Yeah. And it's just like, hey, there's a plus. This is a plus. And it's like, watch all of our stuff. It's a plus. But and it makes me wonder, oh, when are they going to announce The Boys in 3? Like a trailer or something for it? Because they're filming, clearly filming things for it. Yeah, true. But it's also kind of funny for them to do it because they're owned by Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hmm. Oh, yes. It, uh, Amazon's got its own day. It's Prime Day. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of funny. And Prime Day is soon, isn't it? It's... Uh, no, it was back in April. Oh, isn't there another? Oh, Black Friday is what's Yeah, Black Friday's coming up now. Yeah. yeah, Black Friday's coming up. Yeah. Anyway. But it's, it's it's just funny that they... It's a good video. It's very good parody of what Disney Plus is. Um. But yeah, let's get on to what people want. 
What new yes, shit I've has been teasing Disney decided to throw down our throat? I've been teasing people long enough about all the announcements, but there has been a lot. So, But not as much as people were expecting. Really? I was expecting a lot less than this. Well, everyone was expecting an actual Star Wars Obi-Wan trailer. All we got is uh, like some screenshots and concept art. Yeah, and so it's... Obi-Wan got a teaser trailer. So they're talking about how they're going to stop filming it or how they have been filming it and sort of bit more the story behind it all yeah it was a really weird way to like i want to just get back onto how it happened because it kind of happened on disney plus but i i don't know if there was an actual live stream thing that you could watch because all i saw was it put a selection of video blocks that you could then watch that then people you could like revealed all the stuff because I didn't see an actual live stream that I could watch. No, and I didn't I see anything. Just... I just saw the Twitter feed. Disney just releasing yeah. trailers. Was that just how they did it? Because I think that was, was it. Like... Oh, because I thought it was like going to be... Because did... when they did their investor thing like last year to announce all of the stuff that was coming out, they did an actual presentation sort of like the DC fandom. But this, I just didn't know where to find any of the information. It was just all coming out on like articles and stuff like that. And I was just like, is there an actual live stream? Because how are people seeing this? Because I couldn't find any of the videos. And I followed the Twitter account. So I'm just like, where the fuck is all of this? Yeah, I don't think so there was an actual live stream. I was very confused when I was... Yeah, I was very confused when I was watching it. And then I just saw, oh, you can watch them on Disney+. Plus. So I looked on Disney+, Plus and it was just a block that said Marvel 2021. And then it was Pixar 2021. And I was like, oh, okay, so I'll watch these then. <laughs> and then it was about half of it was just stuff that had already come out in the year. And it's like, here's WandaVision, here's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And it's just like recapping that. And I'm like, what the fuck? I want to see all the new stuff. Well, let's go back to Marvel and let's talk about the Marvel announcements. Let's start off with X-Men 97. It's a new animated show, which will explore the 90s timeline for all the x-men characters uh it's also a continuation of the original x-men tv series oh really yes yeah, so the there's on disney plus you can watch the x-men like 90s tv cartoon which a lot of people have and it's the iconic like X-Men oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah of course um and so that that this is now i think a continuation of that like because i don't think the series finished with an actual conclusion so i think they're doing the uh clone wars thing where this is them giving it a conclusion basically and a lot of people are upset because they think disney's going to politicize it uh probably but it's the x-men and they're an allegory for gay rights and minorities it's already politicized <laughs> <laughs> People get it's, it's, too touchy about these things. Yeah, it's like, oh, the, this is an allegory for an outcasted group of people who have been bullied throughout their entire life for something that they can't change about themselves. I wonder if that's meant to be political. But no, it's meant to be a fun cartoon. I don't get it. It's dumb. I hate, I hate people so much when they get upset about spaghetti. Well, we've got some first looks as well. Uh, the first one is Moon Knight. Starring Oscar Isaac. I, I'm loving this. I love this. I, I, I'm looking forward so much to Moon Knight because I just like the character design. Like it's Yeah, just a... it is. I'm very intrigued. I think this is my favorite one of all the teasers yeah. I saw. Well, this is the one we got the most look at. It's like Oscar Isaac as well. Great actor. Um, liked him in Dune. Liked him in a lot of stuff he's in. Uh, really liked him in... Uh, fuck, what's the one with the robot? Wait, uh, Ex Machina. I've yeah, not seen that Really film. good in that. <laughs> really good. Really good, good film. Um, uh, yeah. And it's just him playing a guy with schizophrenia, I think, where he has multiple different personalities. And he's just a guy who follows the moon. It's just a dumb concept. And I love it. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. So far, the, 
Disney Plus shows, everything's been different, and I'm loving it. Mm. Like, it just looks fun. Like, well, it looks kind of because it's just him beating on a dude at one stage, and it's just like, oh, cool. This is this is the darker version of Marvel, but it's not going to be R-rated, which annoys me. It's like they should do an R-rated TV show, and they're not going to do it. But I'm waiting for them to do it. One day they'll do it. They have to do it with a kind of un, a not very well-known character, and it's not going to tie into the MCU. This is an unknown character. <laughs> I do agree. This one definitely should be because when is Moon Knight like, they... tied into the MCU? I would be amazed if they like proper bring him in and he's like part of the Blade because I think he's got like Blade connections and stuff. Yeah, but Blade's not being R-rated. Yeah, I know, but which like, is kind of stupid of... because Blade probably should be R-rated. They had R-rated movies. That's the thing. Like, and they now have a streaming service where they can actually put the R-rated stuff on it. Like Deadpool and stuff is still on there. You just have to sign into the adult section and then you can watch it on the Marvel section. So it's just do that. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be an R-rated film eventually. That's not Deadpool, but well, I don't it's know. Deadpool. Yeah, well, that, that's what I mean. It's going to be Deadpool, and that's pretty much going to be the only R-rated thing. And then you'll probably get maybe if Disney ever fucking just buys the Netflix TV series back and just pops them, like pays Netflix so much money just to get those and put them on Disney Plus rather than on Netflix. Like they'll probably still have to keep the Netflix logo, just say produced by Netflix or something like that, and then just slide it to the side but i'd love for the netflix tv shows to be back on but let's get on to more yes news shows we also got a first look at she hulk starring yep. mark Ta- ruffalo and tatiana maslani thank you very much because i was about to butcher that name yes so uh, as a lawyer that has hulk powers surprisingly not as i thought she hulk was a bit bigger in size like sort of hulk size but apparently not no she's bigger than the average person but she's not gigantic hulk level she's just kind of like strong woman but big ish um but yeah the it's kind of a weird one because it's like a crime procedural cop drama lawyer show and then every it's what i was doing every single tv show is different you can't yeah keep them the same which is what i love right this is why i enjoy marvel films it's because they're not all the same as many people criticize them say oh they're all the same they're not all the same well, they've got the same cohesive glue, but all the parts are different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's how I say it. It's like a mosaic. It's just a bunch of stuck together things, but the glue is the Marvel element, and then all the pieces are different, bigger, smaller, like elemental Yeah, stuff. it's like saying every mosaic's the same because all mosaics. Yeah. That's not true. Because different art styles, you know? Yeah. Um, but this has got the return of the abomination. So we saw him in Shang-Chi randomly for no real reason. Yeah, so, I feel like Marvel is starting to like sort of play stepping stones in sort of yeah. all the films now yeah which i think people were kind of complaining about as well because it's but then again it was how the first marvel like phases started it was just throw a bunch of easter eggs and tie it all together later yeah like, i feel like they're just doing that again and it's just because originally we had sort of like captain america shield or thor's hammer or we had sort of... an, a, a, a fucking map with wakanda and atlantis in it and that took them until 2018 to finally bring Wakanda, uh, 2016 to bring Wakanda into the MCU. Yeah, I think people are just complaining about Marvel starting over. Yeah. Which it I has to people... do because it, it, it finished the whole saga, right? Then you start, start again somewhere. Yeah. And it's people are like, ah, oh, it's. This is the messy. This is the messiest phase that Marvel has done, and yeah, it's gonna have to be because they're gonna throw so much stuff to see what sticks, and it's like, yeah. I get where the complaints are coming from, but I'm also just like, we haven't seen the scale yet. We're just starting at this microscopic level and we need to just expand and see where... Yeah, I feel like things will get better as more properties come along. We'll we'll look back at the things come out like Eternals and we'll go, actually, that was great. 
Yeah, because they can just course correct. Whereas the difference between Marvel and DC is DC just course corrects immediately after the next movie. So it makes no cohesion. <laughs> Whereas Disney at least had or has a plan where they'll throw stuff out, see what people like. And if people notice one thing, it will take them maybe 20, 20 other movies to pay off something that happened in the first movie. Like the fucking callback in Endgame for the burger happened in Iron Man 1. And it's just like, that's how you do it. You lay a seed, see what people respond to, and then you build it up later on. Yeah, I mean, look at the phase one of Marvel. Most of the films were quite forgettable. Yeah, with a few exceptions, like Iron Man. Yeah, so the first Iron Man and the Avengers is probably the only two decent ones. And the rest of it are kind of mediocre. And you can see where where you can see where Marvel went, okay, Iron Man One did really well and the Hulk did poorly. This is the direction we'll start going in. Iron Man. We won't go Hulk level, we'll go Iron Man direction. We'll focus on Iron Man. We'll build the character like structure around like how Iron Man and everyone interacts with each other. And then they'll learn from their mistakes of the Hulk and they'll fix things. And it's just like yeah. Um Yep. Speaking of legacy things, I guess. Legacy? Well, how are you going for this one? Well, Marvels? I could have. Yeah, the Mar- Miss Marvel, basically. Because she looks up to a legacy character who was in it for two movies. I'm not going to lie, that's one of the worst segues you've ever done. Eh, can't be any worse than some of the ones you've done. Ah, probably not. But anyway, Miss Marvel first look. Actual actions or sequences? Bit of story building? How she looks up to. Captain Marvel. Really bad costume, but it's a child who probably just made a costume and then she'll probably get an actual costume later on. Yeah, the fact is this character's supposed to be 16 and I'm pretty sure she looks about 12. Yeah, it doesn't bother me though. If she looks younger, whatever. That's not an approach to do dating though. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's just a bit weird, isn't it? It's like, it's pretty like 16 year old but looks 12, but I'm pretty sure she's like 20 isn't she? I've no idea. That's the problem you have. Like, Tom Holland does not look 15 in the uh, Spider-Man movies, but he's meant to be like 15, 16, going on 17, and then, but he's 25, so it's like... Yeah, uh, that <laughs> he should not be in childhood. He should not be Nathan Drake. He just looks too young. No. Um, but yeah, this looked all right. We don't get to see any of the power, so we don't get confirmation of whether that weird uh, poster thing that leaked or whatever, where her hand is like a phasey sort of technology-looking thing is actually real or not. I imagine a lot of the CGI work's not finished yet. That's why they didn't show it off. Oh, yeah. This this was meant to come out this year. I don't know if it is still, but it's not even got a release date. So I imagine it's coming out like later on next year. Yeah, yeah, probably. But uh, this is also going to be the first Pakistani American, I think, in the MCU, like main lead. So it will be an interesting, like seeing the struggles of all of that. <laughs> but I mean, I just want to see how they're going to connect this to... Um, Captain Marvel. Well, because she's starring you, in Ms. You... Uh, the, the Marvels, sorry. Captain Marvel. Yeah, show. that's what I mean. That's what I mean. She's... How? How is, is Captain America... Not Captain America. Captain Marvel going to turn up in this? Are we going to... Because Brie Larson is in training for Captain America. God, God damn it. Too many captains <laughs> in the MCU. Captain Marvel in the MCU. I don't know what I was going with that. But Dan, are you looking forward to Agatha House of... Harkness. Yes, I am. The spin-off to WandaVision. Who would have thought WandaVision would get a spin-off of this? Who? I don't know if I care about this. Is this just going to be like a one-off sort of... Um, is this going to f- like fill in a backstory? Is it going to be her trapped in Wanda's like fucked up reality? I don't know. I don't know how they managed to make a story out of this because they summed up her backstory pretty well in WandaVision. Yeah, she was a witch whose mum didn't like her and then she killed her mum or whatever. I think it was her mum. And then 
she laid low for about a couple hundred years, probably hung out with the Eternals, um, and then just kind of came into Wanda and went, yo, bad, I'm going to stop you. And then Wanda was like, no, fuck you, bitch, I'm doing the right thing, and just went, fuck. Yeah, I'd like to see her. I like, I like her character, but I don't know what story they're going to do. I didn't really care about Agatha. I know a lot of people did, but I was just like, okay, cool. This character served its purpose. I don't really need to see this character again. So I'll have no, to I see like what that. they do <laughs> with it. Like, I wasn't super fast. And it's just like, huh. Well, okay. you never know. Maybe they make this show and you'll like it. Maybe. They do, do seem to do that. Take characters that no one really gives a shit about and then make them interesting. I want to see, um, if we're taking about spin-off shows from, like, WandaVision, I want to see a Jimmy Woo and uh, Darcy. Darcy. Yeah, Darcy I was, I was, that's show. a good uh, good. Maybe they are. Maybe they're part of this. Who knows? Maybe it's like oh, the... If this... Um, what's his name? Peacemaker show. Where it's like the villain trying to do good deeds. Oh, and then, yeah. But it's just Ike of the Heart. Oh, well, it's just Jimmy Woo and Darcy like have a shock collar on her and she has to go do nice things. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be stupid. It'd be great. Uh, then we got an announcement for Spider-Man Freshman Year, which is a new animated series following Peter Parker on his way to becoming Spider-Man in the MCU. Um, I don't really care about this. I feel like this might be the origin story for MCU Spider-Man. If it is, goddamn, that's going to be a weird way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, if his backstory gets fleshed out in a cartoon that no one's really going to probably watch except maybe a few of the diehard fans... I think it is, because it does say this is an animated show about Spider-Man becoming part of the MCU, so it sounds like an origin story to me. celebrates his early character roots. Yeah, it sounds like an origin story, so that'd be interesting. Maybe it's Uncle Ben, we finally see him. Just, it's a graphic, dark, gritty take where it's just like blood violence, like Castlevania's violence, and it's just Uncle Ben stylized, gets shot in the head, and it's just like, oh, Peter Parker, you didn't save him. Maybe they do an anime, Dad. (laughs) No, it's in the art style. It looks childish and dumb. Uh, next and then, up, we've got Echo, which is a yep. Hawkeye speak uh, sequel or spin-off. Spin-off. Um, not yeah, much. So apparently, well, not much. There was nothing shown. It was just a Yeah, that, so like we're a, probably not going to know much about this until we see a Hawkeye show. This is about the a... The only interesting thing is that it's a deaf Native American hero. Yes, but it's not Do the I first imagine... deaf character now. <laughs> no, because they can... Oh, yeah, because, well, uh, they showed a trailer off for Hawkeye, and Hawkeye's got... Is deaf or can't hear very well in it. Okay, when I say never deaf character, I meant Eternals. Oh, true. Yeah, true, true. I forgot about that. Although that's my favorite character. God damn it. <laughs> I forget about my fast speedy girl. Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, then once again, we got another spin-off. We got Marvel Zombies. So it's a reimagining of the Marvel Universe with heroes battling against an ever-spreading zombie scourge. So it might be the beginnings of the MC- the What If episode. I sort of hope it's entirely different because a lot of people complained about that episode. People, because it doesn't Just really do the totally. comic justice. Well, yeah, but I still that's still my favorite episode, I think, because I just it's I know people complain about the tone of it and it's like a zombie and it's meant to be scary and it's like no, it doesn't have to be. There are comedy zombie movies like Zombieland. It's yeah, just, yeah, true. Pe- people are expecting this gritty, dark take on Marvel zombies, and it's like, why would you expect that from? It's the Marvel. They can't do grit, dark and gritty for a long time. They, they no, it's throw some not jokes DC. in there. Yeah, yeah. I would you like gotta, to see Marvel uh, go full dark gritty though. They did. It's Punisher and Daredevil. No, I mean actual Marvel. 
that is actual Marvel. No, it I was mean, part. I, of I mean MCU. Yeah, well, it was, and it's kind of like uh, Agents of Shield, where it's kind of still in the zeitgeist of MCU, but it's kind of probably just now a variant of the MCU. Yeah, more, um, more, more likely. Once again, we just got confirmation of Ironheart. Uh, we got to see Samuel Jackson for Secret Invasions, where he's not wearing an eye patch anymore. No, that's uh, weird, isn't it? We got I Am Groot, which we already knew about. We got confirmation of What If Season 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. And we got Willow, which I don't know what Willow is. <laughs> no, apparently it's a sequel. Yeah, this is like a TV series for Willow, which is like, uh, I guess, a movie with Warwick Davis in it. That's like very cult classic, I guess. Probably. Um, uh, and then we got Under the Helmet, The Legacy of Boba Fett, which I did watch. Um, it kind of just ends yeah it's all right it's just going on about how like how they created it because he was originally meant to be a stormtrooper so his costume was originally white and then he was just going to be in a there was going to be an elite uh trooper and then they went oh we don't have the budget to make like a hundred of these people like costumes so they just redesigned it to make it one character and then it's like the legacy of the actors behind the mask and all of that kind of interesting it just kind of ends abruptly though Right. Um, and then, yeah, we got the look at the Obi-Wan TV series, like the like screenshots and stuff like that, and everyone's upset that uh, Obi-Wan and Darth Vader are going to fight. Because Why are you upset about that? Because there's one line in the, pre- uh, no, in the original movie where it's like, I was but the uh, pupil and now I am the master. Like the last time we fought or something like that. I can't remember the line. The last time we fought, I was but the pupil and you were the master and now it's different or whatever. You can still be the pupil technically. Yeah, because it's just that after the fight on Mustafar where he like beats, Obi-Wan beats him and it's like, now now we don't need to fight in between that. It's like, no. No, 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 no. You can still have fights. No, yeah, I want to fight. I don't care. But just just try some action, action in there. Like, Star Wars fans are going to jizz themselves over that fight, regardless of whether or not they think it's canonically good. <laughs> nah, because I reckon Star Wars fans are going to hate it, because they just hate anything nowadays. No, because if, look at, look at, if you look at it, fucking, it makes no sense at the end of Rogue One, where Darth Vader is just cutting down fools, and then at the beginning of A New Hope, which takes basically place after that movie, the physical difference between Vader and that and whatnot is so different. Like... <laughs> Because Vader is just cutting down fools, and then the next scene, he does this slow fucking lightsaber duel with Obi-Wan. It's like, okay, come on, dude. We know you had it in you, apparently. <laughs> you were just mowing down civilians. I guess maybe it's meant to be like, uh, old style, like, uh, samurai stuff. I then some other. Star Wars fans don't know what they want to complain about. <laughs> yeah, very true. And then some other things announced. There's a Tiano, the which Kick is a musical TV series coming in 2023. Uh, Zootopia is... Plus. Which is uh, a yeah. short-form series based off the original Zootopia. Never watched Zootopia. I actually watched it. It's actually not that bad. Cars on the road. It comes. It's coming back again. It's not yeah, we're show. getting more cars, baby. It comes back again. Disenchanted, a sequel to Enchanted. Can Come- I just say, there's a concept art where there's dinosaur car monster truck things. That is it looks weird. Cool. I'm just like, what the fuck? They're just gonna go dinosaurs and, like- and cars go back go, go together. Yeah. A remake of Cheaper by the Dozen. Yep, with Zach Braff, apparently. <laughs> yep, a sequel to Hocus Pocus. Yep, uh, Ice Age is coming back, The Adventures of Buck Wild. Yep, I actually would watch that. Like, <laughs> Simon Pegg's I like the Ice Age. Yeah, I, I like the Ice Age. Uh, there's a new Baymax TV series from the... Uh, what's it? Fuck Spin off a of Big Hero 6. Big, yeah, Big Hero 6, that's it. I watched that movie. That movie was good. I generally enjoyed that. 
There's also a remake. It's, it's technically part of the MCU because it's a oh, Marvel yeah, yeah. property. Yeah, it's probably a Elseworld like, like probably in the multiverse where it's just this weird little robot guy. There's a uh, a remake of Spider Chronicles. There's a live action Pinocchio remake. Yeah, of course. Which I hope they go really dark with because <laughs> Pinocchio lends itself to like horror. And it would be good for Disney to actually do something different with their shitty remakes of animated movies. They announced a three-night event of the the Beatles reunion. Yeah, so I think this is the technology... I don't remember if it is, but it's like a documentary of the Beatles. But I can't remember because I don't remember if we were black and white at the time of that. Because I feel like this is Peter Jackson... Because it's Peter Jackson is doing it. Yeah. Peter Jackson had um, a technology for like old footage and he remastered it with color like black and white footage he remastered it with color because he did a war documentary and he took old footage and used like massive um weather digital like production stuff to color grade everything so you get to see stuff from like that old time period but in actual color Mm -hmm. so i don't know if that's what he's doing with this because I, mean, I don't remember if the beatles footage is in black and white at that time because it's around the same time as because they had color video, but I don't know if they would have done it. Oh, yeah, and we got Chippendales thing. Yeah, Andy Samberg. <laughs> yeah, and John Mulaney. Apparently, he was cancelled. I don't know. Uh, we got Limitless with Chris Hemsworth, which is a Chris Hemsworth just doing stuff physically. So I might watch that at some stage. And we got a Will Smith uh, thing where he goes, Welcome to Earth, which is a line from a movie that he did. Yeah, uh, so it's part of National Geographic. You've got America the Beautiful, yeah, which is just a six-part series about Purple Mountain, apparently. <laughs> yeah, this this is where it kind of drops off. It's like okay, it's all just kids stuff, and it's like okay, who cares? Yeah, uh, win or lose, Pixar's first ever original long-form animated series is coming to Disney Plus. Dario Wimpy Kid is somehow come back again. Yeah, I, I don't care about that. I never watched those movies. I watched them, but I don't know how they keep coming there's back. High, there's High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, Season 3, which is the worst titling system ever. <laughs> That's actually so bad. <laughs> high School Musical, The Musical, I didn't the even realize there was three. a Season 2, because I, I knew the first season existed, because it was one of the big selling points of Disney Plus when it came out. And then it was just like, oh no, I didn't even realize they'd done a Season 2, because why the fuck would I care? But yeah, that's all of Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Overall, I was kind of meh about it all. Because it was just a lot of conf- confirmation of stuff we'd already heard about. There wasn't any, like, big, big stuff. Like, the biggest thing I enjoyed about it was when I saw Moon Knight in the trailer. And I was just like, hell yeah. Even though there may not be a, a lot of announcements, there is a lot of stuff coming in next year. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll probably have saved some stuff for later. Because, like, when are they going to drop that Star Wars trailer? When are they going to drop the Obi-Wan trailer? When's it come out? No idea. Sometime next year, sometime probably. Is Mandalorian first? Yeah, Mandalorian will be first, probably. Well, you've got Book of Boba Fett. Mandalorian season three is probably already filming. Um, And then Obi-Wan is either started production or is like in production. Um, And it will probably come out. I reckon they'll probably be confirmed for December next year because they'll probably want to do their holiday because I think the next Star Wars movie is next year. Is it? Or, yeah. No. No, 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 no. It's 2023. Avatar is first. Got to remember about Avatar. It's Avatar next year. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's the start of the Avatar Star Wars switcheroo every year. So you'll get an Avatar in 2022. Then you'll get a Star Wars movie in 2023. Then you'll get an Avatar in 2024. Then you'll get a Star Wars in 2025. Do you reckon the Avatar movies can be any good? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. 
I mean, the first Avatar is quite forgettable. Yeah, name the main character. Jack. Jake. Jake Sully. Well, there you go. <laughs> Took you long. <laughs> if you go and ask, like, I, I have this thing where if anyone talks about Avatar, I go, name the main character. And it takes people so long <laughs> to remember or they don't even know because it's such a forgettable, like, main. Like, name the female. Name the uh, female Avatar. Gamora. Nope. <laughs> It is Gamora, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, it's the actress <laughs> of that, but it's not Gamora. <laughs> it's the Teary. Ah, I don't know that. Yeah. It's such a forgettable film. <laughs> yeah, it it's so bad. And then he's making five sequels or whatever it is. And it's just. And like, he complains dude. about Marvel. Yeah. The audacity of this man. No, he's not. It's uh, James Cameron. He hasn't complained yet. I'm sure he no, will. He did. I'm sure he did. No, it's Ridley Scott and... Uh, I'm sure I'm sure we've had a news story covering James Cameron hating a Marvel. Nah, he's gone to the Disney payroll. He won't complain. Or otherwise he'll get his, his, his uh, Avatar movies cancelled. Uh, That's why... J- 2018, James Cameron slammed for Avengers criticism. Oh, fair. Oh, yeah, we did. Do- oh, no, I think... No, wait, did we? I know we had the whole thing where he was talking about, like, overtaking or... De- Endgame taking over from the highest grossing movie, which he then probably was very happy when uh, Avatar became the highest grossing movie again, which annoys me to an extent that you cannot imagine. Because <laughs> <laughs> why the fuck is that a thing? Anyway, let's move on, because that's all that Disney Plus Day was. Yes. It was a letdown. Like, DC was way too long, but at least had interesting announcements and actual trailers for stuff. Disney was just kind of like... Here, celebrate this day of us being a streaming service for two years. Cool. Yay, thank you so much. You've now taken like 140 quid off me. Thank you. Uh, I think I'm less than that because I bought it when it first came out. So, my, yeah, my money's probably less than that, but it's still a lot though. Anyway, let's go I think on to. It's 120, I think. Let's go on to. We've lost our controller of the news, and we're going to start off with Steam Deck Deposit. Steam Deck has had a shipping update. Yep, it's been delayed. Who would have thought? By two months. <gasps> because of dun, part dun. shortages. Oh my god. And everyone's it's like very. What, very oh. it's, so it was meant to be coming out in December, and now it's coming out in February. That's actually so. bad for them, because that's like Christmas They'll thing. miss the holiday Christmas rush. Yeah. yeah. Mostly to it for the eight months. Make sure you've got a massive stock mileage. Yeah. But yeah, this is a thing that a lot of people are like super pumped about. I'm waiting for the second generation of it, because at least then it will probably be a slightly more refined product. It is pretty good. Because... Yeah, it looks good, but I just I want the second version. Like I waited till the third version of the fold. Once they've refined that mm. that concept, because I reckon it's going to be a little bit buggy. But how long do you reckon it will be until they bring our second version? Because I doubt it'll be like a mobile. Isn't it more like it'll be like a console or something? Yeah, but I'm not fussed. It's about gonna be that. like seven years. Nah, it'll, be, it'll probably be like four. Yeah, probably. They'll, they'll, like you don't think if, if this is a successful thing, they'll bring out a new version. Even fucking Nintendo brought out a new version of the Switch, as limited upgrade as that was. <laughs> like it'll the consoles are getting to the phone market level where they'll just interchange because you had the PS4 Pro as an interchange between the PS5 and the PS4. So you will get a hardware upgrade and then you'll get a full confirmed like next gen version probably well based on the rate of parts increasing there may be one a lot sooner because mm. it seems to be twice every every two years now yeah but i mean i wanted this thing but i just don't really want to buy it at this stage so i'm not really fussed if it's delayed i know a lot of people are, like super upset uh, but chip shortages and part shortages are just a pain in the bane of this exact, uh, exact thing for a while so hey what you gonna do about it yeah and next up 
Peter Jackson has sold WetaTech assets to Unity for $1.6 billion. Yeah, so he sold Weta Digital, which is the production company behind like all the Lord of Rings special effects, all of his like an avatar. Special. Yep. Uh, to Unity, so video game company is getting all the assets for a video game. So there was an article that was like, "You'll soon be able to build Weta Studio digital level effects on your gaming, on your games." And it's like, "No, you won't, because you have to have the skill to use Weta." <laughs> it's like, and it takes a. To lot be honest, to- imagine if they actually do this. You can actually they build could. video games looking like physical worlds. I imagine what this is, though, is a response to uh, uni- uh, no, Epic. Unreal 5. And, and, yeah, and the Unreal Engine 5 and the Disney sort of using that technology for the Mandalorian and stuff like that. So I imagine what it's going to be is the implementation of that to make those sorts of setups, but with Unity and Weta Digital. So real-time uh, VFX plastered behind the cactus so they can see what's going on rather than just big blue screens like behind the scenes of uh, Shang-Chi and stuff like that. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, Unity will need to match up to Unreal Engine 5 at the minute because everyone, yeah. I don't think anyone's even considering really using Unity right now for games. I think... Apart from mobile uh, games, but... Yeah, mobile indie games and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I imagine this is going to be a big like asset build for them because it will just give them... Maybe not in terms of gaming, but certainly in terms of like movie and stuff. They'll give them an in, basically, so that they'll be able to compete with uh, Unreal Engine and stuff like that in the movie market. I don't know how it will do with gaming. It might help gaming, but I think this is more of a movie sort of, this is them stepping into that market to try and compete. Because it's a big market. So. Yeah, we... It's just a lot of money as well. $1.65 billion. That is a lot. Or $1.625 billion. We also got well, a... It's not even as much as Elon Musk. No. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We've also got a game trailer for Marvel's Avengers, where they're now, they've now got a massive Spider-Man event named Spider-Man for with Great Power. PlayStation users only. Yes, because it's Spider-Man, right? Yeah, it's Spider-Man. So only PlayStation users will get this update. So Pretty sad. People are mad, yeah. I mean, it looks okay. I'll probably play it when it comes out, because I have the game. Um... But I haven't played that game in ages. I haven't. I didn't even play the Black Panther update. I haven't played anything since like the launch of the game because it was just bad. And I think they fixed a lot of it. They have a PS5 version now, so it should run better. Um, I, I still feel like the update. whole ethos of a loot shooter just diminishes that game. Yeah, I mean it. It it can sort of work if they did it right, but they didn't. Because they made it a multi. If they made it a single player, like you go around collecting all these items and you don't have to pay for them, and it's just a thing like that. Whereas it's just kind of like you go and buy all your shit from a store and you pay real money, and it's an online only multiplayer game. So if you don't have friends to play it with, you have to play with randoms, or you can play with the AI, which is bad. <laughs> and it's just like, huh. If you're lonely, you can use a computer as your friend. Yeah. And, and then the AI will just run into walls and won't do stuff. And it will be like, ah, oh, I'm playing with the Avengers, but they're stupid as fuck. But yeah, I, I mean, I think this game suffers from the fact that it was probably misguided in its direction of what it wanted to be. It, it didn't want to be a single player story focused campaign game. And then Marvel, I think they wanted to just make it a multiplayer game so you could play with your friends. But it didn't really lend itself to that. No, no, it didn't. Whereas if you look at the Guardians of the Galaxy game, that just seems to be reviewing really, really well. But the like, well, that's single player only, isn't it? It's just it's yeah, full. that's single player only. But you take control of the characters and you can do. I think you just play a Star Lord. Yeah, but then you can like direct your um 
char- like the other characters yeah. to do stuff, which I think would have worked well if they'd done the Avengers style. So you then take on the role of a character and then everyone else around you, you can control. Whereas in the Avengers game, it's just you go and do your stuff whilst all the other characters are just running around mindlessly chickening and just headbutting stuff. Well, carrying on with Sony news, Sony has reportedly cut the PS5 production plans, meaning it's even harder to get a PS5 now. Hell yeah. Why aren't you a lucky boy? Yeah, I've had my... That was the thing. It's been the one-year anniversary of all the consoles. Oh, yeah. Because we've had (laughs) the Xbox one-year anniversary and the PlayStation one-year anniversary. And I have had a PlayStation 5 for one whole year, Dan. That's incredible, actually, because it doesn't feel that long. And I have only bought one PS5 game. (laughs) Really? No, that's that's not a lie. That's a lie. I bought two. I bought Scarlet uh, Nexus and I bought... uh, Godfall. Yes, yeah. but I haven't bought anything else since. It's, it's incredible, isn't it? You bought it. a really expensive console for nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I also barely play it because I haven't had time. It's amazing so. adult life, isn't it? We got no time to do anything. Yeah, maybe you will get time in the metaverse. Maybe, maybe we'll all hook into the metaverse, and I'll just be able to play games on a couch whilst I'm in a house with a couch. Yes, exactly. That is what you want to do. Yeah, that will be my life. <laughs> And then I'll have to go to work in the metaverse and it'll just, ah, goddammit. I have to do the Ready Player One thing of trying to find an Easter egg that everyone's fighting over for so many years and then just one person decides to drive backwards and that kickstarts it all. It's such a dumb plot point. (laughs) Anyway, speaking of the Xbox and PlayStation's one-year anniversary, let's go into luxury. Yes, luxury brand brand collabs continue with a ten thousand dollar gucci xbox an xbox that just says gucci fantastic worth all the money oh it's 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 the it yeah and it's a bag it's a gucci bag that has xbox on it and it looks ugly as fuck yes it's almost like the old designer stuff is pretty ugly yeah it's just it's an xbox with the gucci logo on it and then it's a bag with the xbox green text white like outline on the box uh, it's just such an ugly designer like uh, it just looks ugly as fuck but the like, question the xbox, is it's... will it improve your gaming performance y- yes ah excellent it's all, it's all worth it yeah and also you'll have to sell all your stuff yes you will because it's ten thousand dollars that is yep. a deposit for a house but if you live in the metaverse, you won't need it. Yeah, but Xbox doesn't have a metaverse yet. Well, they have teams. No, but so you can try. buy an Xbox in the metaverse and then play Xbox. But they the don't metaverse. have a head. Oh no, they have that. What's that fucking? No, you use the Facebook. You use the Facebook one, but then you can play games in the metaverse. No, but I'm oh Hololens. That's what. Oh Hololens, are that one, yeah. Yeah, the thing that they haven't spoken about in years because no one gives a shit about it, which was their VR uh, AR glasses, which was like a massive chunky headset that had a tiny little square that projected stuff on, and everyone thought it was going to be this big AR competitive glass thing, and it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. But the matter of us, looks... to the military though. So, hey, the American government is pretty stupid. Yeah. Well, let's go on to Weird, Wacky, Wonderful World. And we've got Ikea in the news this week for an old black charcoal hot dog. Yep. Why does this exist? <laughs> uh, this is from Singapore. So it's the Ikea version in Singapore. Uh, and it is a, a hot dog that is black. And its bun is black. And it's got black cheese on it. Yes. Uh, yeah. It looks disgusting. It looks like it's just been burnt. They've also got a black ice cream as well. Yeah, uh, I would. I'd eat the black ice cream. Yes, but it doesn't, it doesn't look real. <laughs> it looks like plastic. 
That would fuck my brain up, but I would still eat it. I would. I don't know if I'd eat the hot dog. I like hot dogs, but I don't know if I'd eat this. No, it just it looks just really looks... burnt. Yeah, but it looks soft, which is also weird. Like, you think when you look at a burnt hot dog or burnt food, it's all crispy. This looks like burnt and soft, which just doesn't appear. It's like a weird... It wouldn't sit right in my brain. Yeah, but for those... When we say black, we mean kind of a dark grey. Yeah. And it, it's and all the, a dark grey. Single coating all over all of it. Yeah, it's been like dyed a dark colour. Which means... So probably, it'll probably taste like a hot dog. It's just got black dye on it. And it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, but why would you want it? Because you want to try it. It's for Instagram, Dan. It's so you can post on uh, Black Lives Matter Day. I got a black hot dog in celebration. Yes, well, we'll get on to Instagram in tech time and science shenanigans. But first, we're going to talk about the robotic fibers from MIT, which can control and alter your breathing. Yeah, so this is kind of like smart clothes that can contract and shit. And so people are like saying that you'll probably be able to just put it on your body and it will make you breathe better, like control your breathing where it like pushes your diaphragm in and like, meh. Yeah, but so this is now making me think of new Facebook technology. I'm going to go back to the metaverse again because there's been a lot of news about this. Oh, what, haptic feedbacks? Yeah, how you can control movements without actually moving your fingers or moving your hands. It puts mm. a connection, it reads your nerves in your arms and then you can sort of type or you just think about it and it'll do it. And then and that makes me think Kinesthetic of... Kinesthetic feedback. Yeah, so I think it's already been started but just sort of full limbs now people will be able to just control their arms just by mm. thinking about it. People with no legs can just control it. Eventually, maybe hearing, their eyesight can be repaired. Uh, so the initial use case for the fibers was a smart robotic fabric for an opera singer as uh, the team made an undergarment the singer wore to monitor and play back the movements of her respiratory muscles. Uh, the garment was even able to provide kinesthetic feedback, thus it encouraged optimal pos- posture and breathing patterns for the singer's desired vocal performance. So it could make you a better singer. Ah, excellent. Maybe I can actually sing. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to sing? Weird. No. Oh, okay. I sing randomly all the time, but I'm not good at singing. No, I think that's very common for people in the world. Just try to sing. You just never want, never got any ability to sing at all. So the fibers themselves consist of a silicon-based ultra-stretchable material and tubular braided polymer. These materials are wrapped in a way that creates an empty channel at their center. The channel in turn allows for the compressed air to change, charge through the fibers, straightening or constricting them or conversely loosening them up. So it's kind of like a creepy, crawly worm thing where it just in and out. It looks fun, though. A creepy I, worm I think... thing in and out. Do you want to choose a bit better word phrase of that one? No. Okay. No, I'll let people sit with that image. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff Bezos has been in the news again, and he has now got a vision of people being born in space and living in space colonies. He meant Amazon factories. Oh, that's what he actually meant. Yeah, he didn't. He made colonies, NAS, Amazon factories. That's where they're going to be because we're going to put them all on the moon. That's a bit mental, though, isn't it? We just start making houses in space that just float around in orbit because they don't require any energy to keep them up there. They just stay up there. Yeah. And I think, I generally do think this man will probably put a, a fucking factory on the moon at some stage. If you've got How that much money, you might as well just start venturing out. Well, he's the richest man in the world, I think, again. Ah, yes, because of. A bit later, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, hang on. How old is Jeff Bezos? Jeff Bezos is 57 years old. And so Elon Musk? 
40 something. Elon Musk is 50. So seven years difference. And JR? Who? <laughs> inside job joke. JK Rowling. No, inside job. Do you remember JR? It's like the, oh, actually the richest right. man or, or second richest. Yes, I forgot the dude's name from Inside Job. Also a good Netflix series. Um, but yeah, if so if we're saying Jeff Bezos with all his med, uh, money in the world will keep him healthy and alive to 100. He has 43 years to get something on the moon. And Elon Musk has 50 years to get something on Mars. Honestly, next 20 years is going to be mad. Yeah. So who do you think will get it first? Elon Musk on Mars or Jeff Bezos on the moon? <laughs> I think Jeff Bezos will just have a factory floating around in space. Do you know he's building a clock in a mountain? No, I did not know that. Jeff Bezos is spending so much money building a fucking clock in a mountain for some fucking reason. <laughs> like, it's just this gigantic, like, grandfather clock in a mountain. Some people just shouldn't have money. Yeah. At least that I much just, money, I think anyway. It, I think it's meant to be a doomsday clock or something. I'm gonna, I can't remember what the fucking thing is. Uh, Jeff Bezos clock mountain. Clock in mountain. There we go. Uh, dubbed the clock of the long now, Bezos revealed via Twitter that installation began earlier in the year. He posted footage of the work in progress, which is located inside a mountain in Seria Diablo mountain range in Texas. The mechanical clock, according to Bezos' tweet, is powered by day-night thermal cycles. Uh, it's 42 million. He's spending 142 wow. million to put a clock in a mountain, and it's 150 meters tall. If you're just throwing money away, can I have a bit? I'll happily take a million. Yeah, um, it it looks like really stupid. I don't know why he's doing it, but yeah, that's the thing that he did. That's incredible. Speaking of, yeah. So, our final space topic of the week is well, science and tech. That's the one. Science and tech. I, no, just, what? Space and science. Yeah. Well, okay. This has nothing to do with space. Uh, I'm sure it's got something to do with space. The first one wasn't anything to do with space either. Okay, our final science topic of the week. Behold, black supersonic ice. Nope, super ironic. Nope, super ionic ice. Yep, I mean, it would be super ironic if you got the name wrong, Dan. (laughs) Black super ionic ice. The latest phase of matter. So, ice, but warm. Yeah, so do you know... Anything to do with phases of matter? Not really. I just said I just saw the headline "ice but warm" and I was like, "Ooh, what's that?" Yeah. So for those who don't know, a phase of matter is like liquid, gas, or solid, and then there and are there's plasma. There's plasma as well, which is like super hot. But yeah. black supersonic ice—they've invented another phase, another way to put matter, but to make water super ionic ice. So the scientists did this by squeezing their water samples between two pieces of diamond to simulate intense pressure. Then they shot lasers through the diamonds in order to heat up the samples. Finally, they sent a beam of x-rays through the sample to piece together the arrangements of their atoms. Uh, brackets, the x-rays scattered off the water sample atoms, giving the scientists a clear look at the supersonic ice atomic structure. Close brackets. Yes, this is very technical, so we won't go too much details about all. Also, we're not smart enough to go into detail. Uh, I reckon I could give it a good go, but I'm pretty sure that would bore everyone. So, let's just everyone now. Space is evolving. Not space. Science. Science is evolving. I did it again. I mean, this is space, I guess, because it's pushing stuff through a space to get more space to make a space less spacey. Correct. Anyway, let's go on to some dystopian tech, with Disney being the latest firm to announce metaverse plans. It is happening. This is... 
Technically, I don't think it's happening. It's, it's happened. It's already here. Hey, I can't wait for people to start fucking Disney characters in VR. I, sure, I had that thought like earlier today. Already... I was like, how long is it going to be until that happens? It just... <laughs> it's already happening, Dan. If you ever go on VR chat, it's a thing that happens. I know. It'd be meta that... orgies. If you want to look at that, I went and did VR, uh, VR chat, and I literally ran into people who were in a furry thing, and they were furry little anime girls, and I got invited to a fucking club thing that they all hang out in, because I was just walking around, and I was like talking to someone, and they just went, do you want to come and see the weirdest thing on this fucking platform? And I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> and then it was this fucking most disturbing thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> It was just a bunch of weird people with like f- like weird anime girl furry shit, but they all had gigantic penises, and it was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and they all just and they were just in a corner, like rubbing up against each other, and I was like, okay, this is um interesting, <laughs> and so I just left, <laughs> and I just never went back. I'm not surprised. That is very. Because I was planning on doing a video and I was just like, this is unusable. I can't do anything with this. So I was just like, oh. Was that on PSVR, another one? No, this is, um, there is a PS PlayStation VR one called Rec Room. Yeah. Which isn't, isn't as bad because it's just like, kind of like clay looking faces and you don't actually get character models. You just have set preset things that you can pick from. So you can't actually build your own characters in it, which stops people from being able to build weirdly sexualized versions of things or weirdly demonic versions of things. Um, but yeah, VR chat is um, certainly an interesting place to be. <laughs> but this is what all these companies are going to deal with, is people wanting to fuck their characters. Yeah, it's going to be um, interesting like, to see how this gets moderated. Yeah, it, it's... I was... Uh, there was a YouTube channel that I follow that does, like, sex explanations and stuff like that. And they had a new product, which is, like, a motorized... Um, like, sort of like a jack-off jack thing. <laughs> That gives you like a motor so you don't have to use your hands. And so you strap a like a fake vagina or whatever it is. And it just goes up and down and you can set the like pressure and everything. And I'm just like, what? people, and, and she, and, and, and she said in the video, people have been using that in VR, like setting up rigs so that they can fuck things in VR what? with this, what is with this automatic motor thing. And I'm just like, this is this is the hellscape of the world we live in. <laughs> the world's gone mental. Yeah. People are making like automated jack off things that then sync up to your VR headsets and then sync up to videos of people fucking in stuff like that. Like, a... <laughs> this is a thing that is happening in the world. Well, talking about Facebook, Scammer Town, nope. Yep. I don't, what did you say about what was Disney's plan? Is it just Disney has announced that they're going into the metaverse? Yeah, so I think they're going to make a Disney park in the metaverse. Uh, okay they're not gonna put a vr app on vr or something uh i doubt it yeah all right let's jump into facebook well, you never know D- disney plus metaverse true <laughs> anyway Sca- scammer has convinced instagram that its top executive was dead yep uh and instagram so, but- go on keep on. yep no 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 go on. i was gonna say we'll, we'll i gotta carry on we'll in- get into them instagram hacker Force victim to make hostage style vi- video and Instagram testing monthly subscriptions priced at 89 yen? Something. 89 Pro- foreign currency per month 
for exclusive stories and live videos. So let's get into some of them. So basically a scammer convinced Instagram that his top executive was dead. Basically, Instagram has a feature where you can email them to say this person is dead, lock this account so that they can't uh, post from it anymore. And so some a person just went, yep, I'm going to try and do this with the top executive of Instagram. And they did. They just sent off a couple of emails saying this person had died. And they tricked Instagram into thinking their own like top executive had died. So, oh, wow. That's, that's quite impressive. <laughs> yeah. And they, they apparently they've been doing it for a lot of people. So they just decided to try it out on the top like head of Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you use Instagram? Then, but the thing is, they make it so difficult to recover your account. So a lot of people can't get their accounts back. <laughs> But because he's the top executive of Instagram, you can just go, boy, fucking sort this out. I'm not dead. Um, so, yeah, they managed to temporarily lock the Instagram account of Adam Morizari, the head of Instagram, by pretending that he was dead. Uh, Morizari's Instagram account was locked because Instagram's memorialization feature, where users can report to the company that an Instagram co- account holder has died. In response, Instagram will block anyone from logging into the account. And, and stop the ability to make any changes to the already uploaded content. So essentially, if someone dies, they can then get, they'll fucking get told about it and they'll lock the account so people can't change anything about it. So it becomes a memorial of that person's life. Oh, that's good. So all those duck faces and tit shots and... <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> oh. Come on, kids. You're... Let's look at Nana's old Instagram account as a memorialization. Look, this is her fucking squatting and laughing at This is her showing, at poor... her, showing yeah, off like This is her arse shot. This is her tit shot. This is her wake up Monday where she's got no makeup on and she's trying to... This is her Black Lives Matter protest, Black Square. You yeah. know that? <laughs> This so is much her awful. rainbow filter. This is her as a dog with her dog filter on. Just remember, everything that happens in Instagram is going to transfer to the metaverse. Oh, yeah. What a terrifying um, thought that is. Think of all your nudes. They'll be on there forever. Yeah, you can make your character model so it's permanently naked. Think of all the ex-girlfriends that you've had and you've got photos of that you can then stitch onto a fucking avatar's body and fuck them. Because that's how fucking creepy people are. It's, oh, no. This is really a bad idea. Who thought this was a good, good idea? Yeah, I don't know. But there's uh, more bad news for Instagram. So hackers are taking over Instagram accounts before forcing their owners to make a hostage-style videos promoting the hackers' money-making scams to try and get their money back. But instead of giving the victims their cash back, the hackers then use those videos to convince further victims that their scams are legitimate investments, according to a victim who shared the video and other materials with Motherboard. So, basically, they scam someone out of their money, and then they are, people ask for their money back, and then they go... Okay, we'll give you your money back if you make a video promoting this thing. And then when they get the video promoting this thing, they don't give them their account back and they just post that video from that person's account promoting the scam thing so that their friends will believe it and go and get scammed out of it their money. That's a pretty it's, clever spot. Clever, it's clever. Yeah, hey, because people don't believe like uh, email or something, but they'll believe their dumbass friends who have been scammed. Yeah. <laughs> Say, go to this website and blah, 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 blah. Oh, so influencer so i trust what, you 
So this is what some of their scams entail. I invested $500 and got 10,000 back. It is real and legit. Yuri Henfield, a victim of the scam, said in a video he said was told to he was told to make by the hackers. So yes, I put in $500 and I got 10,000 back. That sounds legit, Omar. <laughs> Yeah, because um, that's how the world works. So yeah, it's basically they get scammed and then they get they want their account. The thing is, I think they said that there was a child, uh, like a sixteen-year-old girl, got forced to do this. And yeah, it's weird. Yeah, harshest style video. Oof. Yeah, and it's just like, and because they're not like they they have to make it look convincing, so they're not forcing. It's like, oh yeah, guys, look, I'm. It's like one of those stupid fucking promotions of like a ad thing that youtubers do it's like hey guys you know how this thing is like my thing and i'm just gonna do this and this is how you get money and then yeah yeah and then it's just like great impersonation there by the way i you could definitely thank tell you. you that before thank you um <laughs> why yeah, your voice go so deep <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to do valley girl to be honest i don't know oh my god stacy can you believe that this product that is not 100% a scam is like, come on? That's actually really good. That better? That's actually quite impressive. Anyway, I, I, I'm quite good with a Valley Girl accent for some odd reason. <laughs> I'm, uh, for some odd reason, I reckon if I what, wanted What you do fucking, on a Saturday is no business to me? I reckon if I wanted to catfish someone, I could. I just put on a fucking face filter and I do the Valley Girl accent and I could fucking scam dumbasses out of money if I wanted to. Oh, yeah, probably. Like, get that... Get that, um, what's the Instagram filter or whatever, the Snapchat filter or whatever, this, the gender swaps you. Oh yeah, that one, yeah, because it looks so just realistic. Just do that. Yeah, but I reckon just say my face cam's laggy. Like, there's a way around it. Someone's going to believe it. Face. Yeah, someone just got to find the right dumbass who's really desperate for sex. Just go, Valley Girl, bitches. Oh my God, Stacey. And then just <laughs> fucking scan that dumb out of all his money. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and then Instagram is trying to test out a exclusive stories live video feature. So it's becoming OnlyFans. Oh, yes. The only people who are you going to use this is people who want to post nudes but don't want to go on OnlyFans because of the stigma around OnlyFans. So, yeah. Social media sucks. Yeah. And once that person's account get hacked because all these hackers, their nudes are going to get posted on their public feed and they're going to use them to sell more hacking stuff. And then they're going to say that you died. <laughs> Just to get more clicks. Yep. We're talking about but, clicks. Well, lack of. Well, lack of clicks. YouTube has done an update to their dislike count to remove the numbers. Yep. So you can't see dislikes. Well, it's not out yet, but it will be coming soon. Yeah. So, so. we have spoke about this a while ago, I believe, but this is that's actually happening now. Yep. I don't know why, because this doesn't solve anything. This just, this just, because basically it's so the public can't see dislikes, but the actual YouTuber can still see them in their metrics. So even if the video gets heavily disliked, the YouTuber's still going to see it and still feel shit because of hate. But the audience won't know that it's shit because people use the like and dislike ratio to determine whether or not a video is shit or good. And do you know what's funny about this whole thing? Is that YouTube made a video explaining this and it's now got a massive dislike to like ratio also they don't need to worry anymore because they've stopped doing youtube rewind i'm sure this is actually so just so they can make rewinds again probably because but they'll still <laughs> that's the thing they'll still see the dislike ratio no but how many people do you reckon just disliked because everyone else did true but i think that's what i was trying to I stop think, it's trying to stop people doing but the that. thing is that video those videos did deserve to get disliked because they were absolute garbage up and like and 
I think from when was the last good YouTube rewind? The last good YouTube rewind was like 2016. Mm. Like once they stopped putting PewDiePie in them, that's when they got shit because they basically ignored their top creator because they didn't want to appear to be promoting someone who did some controversial stuff. But then they put other people like the Logan brothers. Oh uh, yeah, Paul not controversial brothers. at all. Logan Paul's yeah. done nothing wrong. A guy who put a dead body in a video. Yeah, that guy. The guy who beats up people and goes and fucking riots and shit like that. Yeah, those guys are so good. Let's put them in YouTube Rewind throwing some balloons at each other and then doing a little brotherly spat skit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> once it became corporatized, like it was always corporate, um, but it was just like once they tried to shove all of the diversity, like not, okay, not diverse. I think what they should have done is done region YouTube Rewind. So American YouTube Rewind. So all the American creators, then a UK one. And then you can watch them all at the same time, but they're different videos. So they're still giving everyone the spotlight, but they're not cramming it into one video. Yeah, I I see what you mean. That would be a lot better. To be fair, what they did last year, or was it the year before, was absolutely horrible. Where they just did like, oh yeah, number one personality. Number one video. Most liked and disliked videos. Oh, (laughs) most like video it's the same content creators because they ask they beg for likes <laughs> yes please make sure you like the video make sure you like the podcast yeah. actually to be honest with you. it helps a lot <laughs> yeah it helps push those algorithms because that's all they care about Quality no i'm not joking actually like the podcast please mm. thank you please do please follow it does help yeah uh and then <laughs> just taking the piss out of them <laughs> Well, don't dislike us because that doesn't help us. Although it does push engagement, so you never know. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then the last bit of news we've got is the infrastructure bill that makes cryptocurrency tax, uh, crypto tax reporting failures a felony. Yes, so which it's getting taxed now. Funny enough, I actually think this is a good thing because it means more people are probably going to do it. Yes. Well, they'll. It's only for stuff over 10,000, like most taxes. Yeah, which, is, which makes sense. If, if you're making that much money I'm off just, it, you should get I am just that. hoping this this stops the stupid NFT trend because the only reason those things have fucking money value is because they're not taxed and the value doesn't drop instantly. They because still will keep the value. It, it no, 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 because that's not how the taxes work. Because if you buy something for over $10,000, you will get taxed at the price you buy it from right and you'll even if the price value drops you will still be paying it from the price that you bought it for so you'll be paying the tax for the price you bought it for not the value that it is it's not the price you sell it nope so it's if i buy a few thousand ethereum dollars worth of ethereum and then i sell yeah. it at ten thousand i don't get taxed on ten thousand i can't remember I, it's taxes surely it's not the story it's not that way surely it's the other way around i have to buy ten if i sell ten thousand of ethereum i get taxed I, I can't remember this was a weird thing that i was trying to read because i was just like what the f- how is this doing anything um but it was basically uh inch closer to pass it so basically it's not confirmed yet but they're trying to pass it um as a bill a one billion uh, one trillion infrastructure bill, which includes a new tax reporting requirements for digital assets like cryptocurrency and non-fungible tokens. Um, so, uh, so it's this bill's application of the 6050I, an obscure section of the federal tax code to crypto assets under the new rules. The transfer of assets above $10,000 in value will be treated like cash and failure to report the identity of the person or business sending payment for the digital assets would be considered felony. So basically you can't do anonymous trading anymore because you have to list who you're buying it from and the business that you're buying it from. Yeah, but if you're just buying a currency... No, 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 it's not. It, it's 
for digital assets. So it's not the money. It's the stuff that you buy with it. Right. So if you buy something with cryptocurrency, you've got to report that. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But if, if you just buy cryptocurrency, you don't report any of it. You just... I don't think so. I think it's you buying stuff with it. Uh, so yeah, okay, that makes sense. From what I, uh, so it's like when you buy an NFT, when you buy it at that price, you're still pay. You're you're basically pay. If you pay over ten thousand, you get taxed on that. And so when you you're getting taxed on that for the price that you buy it at, and then if the value of that thing drops, you're still paying it for the value because you can't sell it because you're you own it. So well, so it'd be like VAT over here. Yeah, where it just adds something to when you buy it. That's, that's, that's what it'll be. No, my 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 point is that that you're basically if you pay like say five million and you're getting taxed at whatever percentage of tax it is, you're st- and the value of it drops. It's still you. It's still at the set value of when you buy it. So you're pay- you bought it at five million. So if its value drops, it's you're still getting taxed for the five million percent tax. Like no, but that. you pay that tax immediately, won't you? You pay the tax immediately when you bought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think you still pay tax if you own for like art and stuff. I think there's an art tax that makes you continuously Maybe. pay tax. I can't remember. It's a weird thing. I, 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 I was basically skimming over this. So people who are smarter than me, please let us know. Um, ah, uh, campaign. Uh, yeah, uh, people in the crypto market are very uh, like mixed on this because they're like, but I don't want to be taxed for this money that I'm getting rich off of because no, you should get taxed. Money. You definitely should get taxed. Oh yes. Oh yeah, but it also stops the anonymous trading and stuff like that because you now have to report to like what businesses you buying it from and what your what the person is. So you can't have these fucking. I think it's only just... the business that gets taxed on it though. No, 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 it's the person as well. If you're buying it from someone or like getting it from someone, because it stops people from just giving crypto away to someone for like an art asset that isn't worth the value. Right. Because that's that's how um like people do like trades like dump massive amounts of money is by buying art that's why Mm. it's like it's because people's like this is how rich people get away with tax avoidance is because they buy shit tons of art and they push up the value so they don't have to pay tax on it because there's a very limited amount of tax that you can pay when you pay for art because it's it's a tax write-off because you're basically buying something with the money and so you're just giving someone fuck tons of money for a piece of art and then you take that artwork and it's like not as heavily taxed as if you just gave the person the money. So yeah, so they just buy artwork and said, yeah, okay, and get it. Yeah, that's why the art industry is so fucking expensive and it's all just stupid and nonsense because people are just pushing up the value so they don't have to pay tax on it. <laughs> and that's why NFTs have gone fucking skyrocketing because it's non-taxed. So people are just paying shit tons of money for this shit artwork that you could just <laughs> screenshot. I still feel like I should just make a, an NFT see what happens. Just just sell it like ten thousand Ethereum see what happens. Just do our logo and put it on a fucking NFT website and see what happens. All because right. I guarantee you, someone out there will buy it, and you have to split the profits fifty fifty. All right, no problem. Well, I made it. What the hell? <laughs> I made this fucking company. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. It's an investment. It's a partnership, Dan. 60-40. For me, yeah, sure. No, 60 for me. I did the work. I made the podcast. <laughs> I paid the I paid the money for this. So did I. Well, then we'll split it. We'll use that money to pay for the fucking All right, asset fine. holding. And we'll then, pump it back into the website. We'll get you a better microphone. We've got, we've got some big brands, tech news as well. The first iPhone with USB-C has been sold for $86,000 on eBay. Yep, so someone modded a iPhone... And put a USB-C port on it. And so it's the iPhone X. And it sold for $86,000. Very impressive. Yeah. 
I mean, that dude's raking it in. I hope I I would laugh if the fucking USB port didn't work. No, 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 definitely would work. Definitely would work. But <laughs> like, they just put the USB as a like visual thing because there was apparently Tesla models that were coming without USB C ports because of shortages. Oh, they, they couldn't get the ports. Yeah, so they just weren't putting them in the car, but they were still shipping the car. Yeah, actually, that's true. There's now become a shortage of connectors, which is weird. Yeah, why, is so, that, why is that become a shortage? So I think people were receiving teslas without usb-c charging stations for like cables and stuff so they were just going oh i put my usb-c cable in why is it not charging oh there's no actual box like plug-in in the it's just a hole they haven't put the uh, charging <laughs> port in it's so funny because they're just sending out the cars without them and then they're going to probably do like a well you can get it later on well talk so about tesla elon musk sold 10 no that's not right elon musk sold 5, 5 billion. billion of tesla stocks by a, because of a twitter because of a twitter yep i don't remember if we spoke about this or we even mentioned it or it just happened after we'd done the last episode but yeah elon musk put up a twitter poll saying should i sell some of my share 10 percent of my shares it was 10 percent, right yeah 10 percent. yeah 10% of his shares because people were saying he is avoiding tax and shit like that. And he basically confirmed he wasn't paying tax because he doesn't own any money. It's That's true. Tesla if you don't stock. own anything, how can you pay tax on it? Yeah. But Tesla doesn't pay tax, so he's not really paying tax. <laughs> yeah, but I think this was to do with Joe Biden's new bill, right? Uh, Probably. The same, in- the same infrastructure bill. But this is the same dude who was like, I could solve world hunger with $6 billion. <laughs> Or like, uh, show me how you could save the world with six billion or something like that, and then he's just sold five billion dollars worth of shares. <laughs> so he could have just given that money to the people and just solved world hunger. <laughs> Maybe he still will. I don't know what he's. What's he doing with that money? Who knows? All these fucking billionaires with all this money, like it's just sitting in their fucking bank accounts. Like, oh yes, I could just, if I wanted to, just solve most of the world's problems, but I want to make... There's a fucking funny um, Spider-Man comic panel where it's a guy who's like turned himself into a dinosaur and Spider-Man's like, with this technology, you could uh, uh, stop cancer. And he's like, I don't want to stop cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. (laughs) It's just... (laughs) What's not the lizard? Okay, in Spider-Man One. No, no, no. It's it's no. It's an act. It's a comic book panel. It's like um. I mean, the the Amazing Spider-Man. You probably could, could argue that the dude could have solved the world, but then he's, he just wanted to turn people into lizards. That's that is probably pretty much the premise of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, like all the villains, like all those geniuses, could probably solve a lot of the world's problems, but they're just like, nah. I just want to go kill people. And then our final news story of the week. Is Samsung and Orange collaborate to advance 5G networks to a new level? Yep. Just more 5G. So more people going to get that 5G sh- More coronavirus shot. going out yep. now. Yep. Definitely not caused by a virus. It's caused by 5G. No. There was a really cool video going around about uh, COVID. Um, like showing how it will like visually like of actual like cells and stuff going and latching onto things. And then how the antibodies and stuff work to protect you against it. Uh, it was just trending over Twitter because people were like, oh, this is a really cool diagram and shows me exactly how this thing is meant to prevent it. And it's like, oh, this is cool. And then people were just like, ah, 5G, ah, cat. It's so bad. Fucking corporate hellhole. Metaverse. True. <laughs> so this week for a recommend, do you recommend don't? What would you recommend? Uh, so I watched Netflix's The Harder They Fall, which is like their Western uh, thing with like Idris Elba 
um, and the guy from Loki who plays the bad guy, Jonathan Majors. Uh, and it's it's a weird one because it's kind of all over the place in terms of like what it's trying to do. It's a good like Western. It's got like a good. The characters are all enjoyable. It's just some of the music choices are very weird. Um, and it's just kind of it kind of drags. It's about two hours long, and I'm just like, ah, okay. But I liked all the costumes. I liked it, like the time setting, all of that. There's just a scene where they go into a bank because uh, they're, they're, they're told to rob it. And it's just these black cat act because it's all like a majorly black cast. Uh, and then there's just they go into a, the white bank and everyone just looks at them like, oh, what the fuck are these people doing here? And then they just basically just are so charming and cool and they just fucking get out of it. And it's just like, oh, that's such a good thing. Um, but yeah, I was just like, yeah, it's a good, good fucking it's okay. I wouldn't say it's the best thing, but I liked all the actors and actresses in it. It was just it's just kind of hard to explain what it is. It's just a western and it's got like a underlying story that is engaging enough. I just it's fun. I had fun with it. It was just kind of something to do. Good time waster. Uh and then this week I'm going to recommend Oh Hell the King, which is a Marvel sort of parody documentary on Trevor Slavery. So not the Return of the King that you uh wrote down. I don't know what I'm on about. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, a little document. Dan wrote Return of the King instead of All Hail the King. And then I've just seen him slowly try and swap that out without anyone noticing. There's <laughs> nothing... You don't listen to this man. He is clearly delusional for how long this podcast is. Have you not watched the All Hail the King shot then? I, well, I, watched, I have watched it. I just watched I'm talking about I'm recommending it. Yeah, but I mean, had you not watched it before? No. No, oh, because it's been out since Iron Man 3. No, it hasn't. Yes. Oh, yeah, so it has. Yeah, I've never seen it before. Yeah. I just want to recommend it. I didn't know it came out until, like, this week, so... Yeah, it's been out since Iron Man 3, because it was a DVD extra. And then they only... Because they hadn't confirmed whether or not it was still canon. And so because they added... Tre- like, I think they should have released it after Shang-Chi, but they released it before Shang-Chi, which kind of ruined the surprise if you'd watched it, because it's like, oh, yeah, Trevor Slattery might turn up in this movie, because why would they put this in the... So, yeah, so I watched this after Shang-Chi, which did improve it for me. Yeah, but it's it, it was meant to... Because it came out after Iron Man 3, because it was like, oh, this is what happened to the Mandarin after Iron Man 3. He was in jail, he got broke out of jail, and the real Mandarin wanted to see him. So they did set this up since Iron Man 3. That's quite impressive. The payoffs... But yeah, it kind of sucked when they released that before because I was like, oh, why have they released All Hail the King? And then I was like, when I went and watched the movie, I was like, oh, that's why. Because Trevor Slattery's back. Anyway, yeah. that is it. That is the episode over and done with. Thank you for listening. Leave a review, comment, share with your friends, do whatever you can. You can't can. dislike the video anymore because no one will see it. So just like it because people will see it. Correct. And we'll Even though this... see you next week. Yeah. Yep. Have fun, everybody. Peace out, bitches.